Praise the Lord. Had a wonderful service last night. Such a wonderful service tonight. Been praying and seeking the Lord for tonight's message. And we feel like that we've got just uh, what we need. So if you have your Bibles tonight, turn with us to the book of 2 Samuel chapter 12. 2 Samuel chapter number 12 and verse number 7. Praise the Lord. I want to say that I appreciate Egypt tonight, Brother Brian and his family. Uh, appreciate the ones from the chapel that's come out to be with us. Appreciate them. Appreciate you if you're from another church. Just a wonderful crowd. I was looking back. Pace is almost full. And appreciate the home folk as well. You could have been a lot of places, but you chose to come to the house of the Lord on a Tuesday night. Praise the Lord. And I believe the Lord will bless you, don't you? Second Samuel chapter number 12 and verse 7, two verses. And Nathan said to David, Thou art the man, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I anointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. And I gave thee thy master's house and thy master's wives unto thy bosom. And I gave thee the house of Israel and Judah. And if thou had been too little, I would have moreover given unto you the such and such things. Let us pray tonight. Gracious Heavenly Father, tonight, Lord, I pray, Lord, for the anointing of the Holy Ghost here tonight. God, I pray, Lord, if there's one lost, Lord, or just need encouraging, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would help them, Lord, tonight. God, I pray, God, that you would help us here, Lord, just for a little bit, Lord. Bless the altars, Lord. Bless the remainder of the revival. God, pray for our nation, Lord, that they would come back to you and seek you, Lord. We praise you, Lord, and we honor you. And we'll never fail to give you all the praise and the glory and honor for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. The church said. When we look at these scriptures here, we find that uh, it's sort of a sad group of scriptures here that we find that David had committed a great sin in his life. And the Bible says in chapter 11, and it came to pass after these years was expired, that the time when the kings would go forth to battle. But those of you that's read the Bible knows that David had kindly stepped back from the battle. He no longer fit. And we find that when he held himself back that he lost his eyes on a woman by the name of Bathsheba. And when, she, when he began to look at Bathsheba, he began to fix his eyes so much so that he had committed a great sin of adultery. But when we come to chapter number 12, we find that Nathan was a man that come to the Lord had sent Nathan to David. And he said that thou art the man. And he said, I delivered thee into the hands of Saul. And he said, I gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if it had been too little for you, I would have given to thee such and such things. And that's what I want to preach tonight. I want to preach on such and such. Look at your neighbor and say, such and such. Amen. We find that David, the Lord had blessed him in a many of a time. But he said, I've gave you a lot of things. I gave you such, but not only would I have gave you such, but I would have gave you such 
and such. Amen. Are you with me tonight? I begin to think about how David had committed a sin in so much that he fixed his eyes on what he shouldn't have been fixing on. And I'm here to tell you tonight, church, if we as a body of believers, if we don't watch, we'll look at stuff that we're not supposed to be looking at. We'll be, and it will totally take us out of the will of God, just like it done David. Amen. It got him in a bad shape, but we need to keep our eyes on God tonight. What it done with David, it took him out of the battle. You know what, church? When you get saved and you get born again, you become to get in a war. And I don't care if you're young, I don't care if you're old, you're going through a battle, Brian. And dang, the Lord had blessed David time after time after time. And he, he said, I'm, I, I can just imagine how it is with us sometimes. Hi, Lord, I'm tired of fighting this battle. I can't do it no more. I can't take it no more. You've got to help me. And we kind of sit back and we don't do what the Lord tells us to do when the devil all the while, he's a fighting and a fighting trying to get your life. Amen. But we've got to stay focused and stay in the battle and fight for God. Amen. said, I'll sit back. And all of a sudden, he let things grow in his heart. And you know what? When we decide to sit down on God, we say, Lord, I've had enough. If you don't watch stuff start growing in your heart, you'll start getting discouraged. You'll start getting bitter. And I'm here to tell you, that's what David did, buddy. The Lord blessed him, buddy. He gave him Israel. And he said, I would have gave you such and such. Can I tell you tonight, when you got saved and you got your on your way to heaven, they're so, I mean, that's wonderful. And I'm glad that the Lord saved my soul. It was the greatest time that I've ever had. But you know what the Lord wants? He wants to give you so much more than salvation. He wants to give you such and such. He wants to keep blessing you and helping you if you're willing to stay on fire for him. Amen. Praise God. Such and such. I'm glad that I'm 36 year old, Brother Junior. And I think it was Brother Brian about two or three weeks ago. He said, Brian, he said, you ain't got as much hair as you used to. And I told the barber today, I said, take it easy. I ain't got much left. Where's TR at? I seen TR got a haircut. Maybe I need to go the same one. His haircut looks a lot better than mine, Brian. But my 36 years, the Lord blessed me. And I believe that in 36 years, I believe that there's still more that I can open up to. Come on, church. I believe there's still more that I can get a hold of if I'm willing to show myself to God, if I'm willing to live in a way that's pleasing to Him. I believe that God will bless me and help me. Amen. I want you to write this down. Whatever we feed will succeed. I remember when years ago when we lived on the ridge, it wasn't ever so often we'd get like a stray cat or a stray dog. And I'd tell my wife every time one would come around, I'd say, now, if you feed that thing, I said, it'll stay around. And there was a little cat come. It was a cute little thing. Well, it was a little black thing. 
It might have been Brian dropped it off on me because he wasn't far away. So I seen that little black. It's been several years ago. The kids was little. And it come around there just to prowling, you know, like cats do. And it come around there, you know. And I said, honey, I said, don't you feed that cat. I said, if you feed it, it's over. And all of a sudden, weeks went by. I started seeing milk out there. Amen. Whatever we feed will succeed. If we feed it, if we feed negativity, if we feed bitterness, and, and to talk about that's what's going to feed into our life. But if we say on a Tuesday night, I hope the preacher's got something, that's what will succeed and feed down in your soul. I feel like tonight I'm here to tell you that we need to feed things of God and encourage one another. Amen. We're living in a time where we don't need to be bitter and discouraged, but we need to love one another. Amen. And join together. Amen. feeding stuff, all of a sudden that come right in our house, baby, and it'll grow just like David. You see, church, when we are not willing to fight in the battle, when we're not willing to no longer come to a revival service, when we're no longer, we feel like that we don't got to come night after night when we become unfaithful to God. You know, it ain't necessarily about pleasing Brian, even though Brian would love to have you here. But I'm here to tell you tonight, it's for your soul. We better stay on the warfare, amen. And I believe I've got a group of people here tonight that's willing to fight in the battle tonight, amen. Whatever we feed will succeed, church. David said, Lord told him, he said, I'll give you such and such things. See, that word such means past tense, like things that I gave you. But he said, I want to give you such and such, David. If you're just willing just to hold on a little longer, I'd have blessed you a little bit more. You see, it ain't always on our time. It might not happen right away. It, that battle might last a week. It may last a month or two months or three months. But I'm here to tell you, put on the full armor of God. Amen. And you say, Lord, I've been in this battle a long time. Come on, Egypt. I'm here to tell you, put on your armor and you get ready to fight because victory will come to your house after a while. Amen. Praise God. Victory will come after a while. Amen. If we'll stay in this, brother, I can't say that it's always been easy. I can't say that it's always been a bed of roses. But what I will say, Ray Reynolds, that God has always been there for me. We got to stay on course and stay faithful to the cause. Amen. I know on the, I'm going to tell on myself, I've been working the, what I call the graveyard shift. Come on now. Are you still with me? Last night I went in at about midnight, and uh, buddy, I was feeling good. And they said, well, Chris, we're, uh, I was doing a different job. and They said, well, I'm going to have to put you up at the camp, and at the camp you're kind of by yourself. And I said, hallelujah. 
I got in that office, buddy, and I was still feeling good. All of a sudden, I started praying. You know, it don't matter where you're at. You can be right in the middle of a prison. You can be right in the middle of a hay field. It don't matter tonight. If you get a hold of God, it don't matter where you at. God will be there, and he'll come right down, and he'll bless you. It don't matter where you're at. It don't matter what condition you're in. God can meet you. I said that to say this. On Fridays, I don't know, most of you may know it. On Fridays is a big fish day. And I know when uh, I was off of my arm, every Friday, I would go over to Tyner and I would get that fish over there at what I call Corner Quick. Man, I love it. But you can tell I don't miss many meals, Brian. I mean, I'm not as small as I used to be. I guess that's the preacher in me, and that's how what I say when I get by, try to get by with it. But boy, I love that fish. And since I've been on this midnight shift, I said uh, I get off at eight. I said, man, I can't. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get it. But I loved it so much, Brian. And I'm gonna get somewhere. But I would stay up till whenever they start serving by eleven. And my mom would say, Chris, why don't you just go to bed? I said, I'm going to stay up, and I love that fish so much that I'm going to stay up, and I'm going to get that. And I said that to say this, whatever you love, you'll do whatever it takes to get it. Amen. Now, church, we can come to church and somebody say something just real little and hurt our feelings. But you know what? If you like something, you may have got bad service at the place, but I can tell you what you'll do. It might be a week or it might be two weeks. You'll go right back to that place that you like. Because you know what? Because you love that place. You love to eat at that place. And I said that to say this, church, whatever we need, God's got it. Amen. We can come here and we can have the God's got the table spread of splendor tonight. And whatever we need, if we're hungry, God's got it. God's got it here tonight but we've got to go and pull up our chair and eat amen we've got to get what God has for us amen but we'll go around knowing that we need something from God and we'll sit right in our seat and we'll leave the same condition that we come in Brian God wants to do so much more he said I want to do he said, I would have gave thee, or I gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if I had been too little, Nathan said, I would have given you so much more. And we know the story how David repented and made things right. And he said, you will not surely die. But he had a child that died. You know, sometimes that our situation may keep getting worse and worse. But let me tell you something. Let's just keep holding on to that plow. Things may get hard. It may get rough and rocky like them songs said. I think, Chris, you sing a song. Road gets rough and rocky. And those hills may be hard to climb, but we've got to keep a holding on to that plow. Amen. It may look pretty scarce sometimes, but you know what? You can say, hey, Lord, I'm going to keep a hanging on to that plow. Amen. I'm going to look straight ahead. I'm not going to look to the left or the right. I need what God's got for me. I need the such and such in my life. Amen.
I thought about this when I was uh, making this message. Brother Freddie, I thought about Judy tonight. Amen. How that she went through a lot, you and her did. But you know what? No matter what Judy went through, you know what she done? Let me tell you something. She didn't get let up, but she would keep on coming to the house of God. And when you come in there, buddy, she'd be sitting there. She didn't lose her trust in God. And that sets an example for us. Amen. Judy and Freddie's hung on, buddy. And I want to hang on. Amen. We may go through some things down here, but it's going to be worth it after a while. Amen. If we can hang on to God. Amen, church. We, we can hang on to God. It will be worth it. Streets of gold, walls of jasper. Amen. We can make it. Amen. amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter number 7. God wants to bless us tonight, if we're willing, just to ask him. Matthew 7 and 7, and it says, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And what man is there of you whom if the son asks for bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? And notice what it says here in verse 11. And if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children... How much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give you things to them that ask him? Therefore, all things whatsoever you would have all men should do to you, do you even to them, for this is the law of the prophets. You know why we don't often have blessings in our life? Because we don't ask for them. You have not, the Bible says, because you ask not. Amen. God wants to bless us tonight, church. But you know we've got to live according to the Word of God if God's going to bless us. You see, we can have great dreams and, and have a, a dreams of nice houses and dreams of nice cars. But you know what my dream is? My dream is for God to help us and bless us and to save our lost people and to fill with the Holy Ghost of heaven. I'm talking about a such and such. We might have the such, but God can give us such and such and bless us here Tonight, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm just like a Ezekiel in the book. It said that he weighed out, and he said it was ankle deep, and the Lord told him to go on out, and it got knee deep. And you know a lot of us is just satisfied with just ankle deep blessings. We'll say, Lord, I just feel you just a little bit. This is just all right. And he just step out just a little bit ankle deep. Amen. Hey, I've been there. Trust me. And then the Lord told him again and said he went on out. And the waters was knee deep. Lord, I feel you. But Lord, I don't, I don't know if I'm just willing to do. Keep on going. Said it was ankle deep and then it got knee deep, Brian. We'll sit back and we'll just get a knee deep blessing. 
And then he went on out. They said, son of man, go on out a little bit farther. And he said he got out a little bit farther and it was waist deep. Amen. Amen. You say, Lord, I feel you real good. But I praise God, but I don't want to go any further. He got waist deep. And he said, Son of man, go on out just a little bit farther. And the Bible says there was a river that could not be passed through. And the water had risen and it was deep enough to swim in tonight. I feel like here tonight, the way the Holy Ghost has been a moving, I believe you can get a waist deep. I believe you can get a waist deep. Amen. But I believe you can also get a blessing that's farther enough to swim in. I'm here to tell you tonight that God is a want to bless tonight if you're willing to get a hold of God tonight. Amen. You can swim in it if you're willing to step out for God. Amen. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah. How many tonight is saying, Lord, I'm not satisfied with just a little bit of a, a blessing, but I want everything that you've got for me. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Such. We'll think, well, Lord, you saved us. You saved me 20 years ago. That's enough. Well, praise God. I'm not just, you know, just uh, discrediting salvation. But it's a day by day. Amen. We got to come and we got to feed ourselves daily. We got to put our bodies under subjection. Or I do. Hey, amen. If you don't, praise God. Why don't you come up here and pray for this, brother? Because I'm here to tell you, it ain't necessarily the one that comes right out of hell that I have a problem with. But it's me, number one, Chris Truitt. I've got to guard my eyes. I've got to guard my mind. I've got to guard the things I listen to. I've got to guard the things that I hear on a daily basis. Amen. I'm here to tell you, if we don't watch, we'll be in trouble just like David. And we'll get our mind totally on the things of the world. And we'll no longer feel the presence of God. Amen. Church, I'm telling you, it's an awful shame to no longer feel the presence of God in your life. Take a man, David, he was a man after God's very own heart. God blessed him, buddy. He opened the borders up. He had great wealth. But he said, Nathan said, David, I'd have gave you so much more. I'd have gave you so much more, such and such. Praise God. I think about the little widow woman in 2 Kings chapter number 4. But she was down to her very last little bit of oil. And a man by the name of Elisha come by. And she had confidence in Elisha so much so that she said, I don't have nothing. The debtors are about to come, but little oil. But you know what the man of God said? He said, you know, give it to me first. And he said, go from your neighbors and get pots and more pots. So you know what the woman done? She went and got pots. And the Lord began to keep pouring it out and pouring it out. So much so that she run out of pots. Amen. How many pots tonight? Did we come with tonight?
Did we come with one pot? Hey, let me tell you something. If you just come with maybe one pot of oil, you know what you can do? You can get more pots. If you want to raise your hand and start worshiping God, God, I give you maybe two or three pots. And if you want two or more than that, if you want to start worshiping God and obeying God, God, I give you just as much as you need. He'll keep pouring. And you know what? The oil stayed. The oil stayed. But we have to be willing to break the pots tonight. Amen. say, well, we just come to hear the singing. I told a man, I think just the other day, I said, we had a service and there wasn't no preaching. And they said, do what? What did you all do? Well, because there wasn't no preaching, buddy. He couldn't figure it out, Junior. I said, buddy, we have services like that a lot where there ain't no preaching. And, buddy, you could just see his wheels just a spinning. He couldn't figure it out. But I'm here to tell you tonight, God has got what we need if we're willing to obey God. It ain't up to me. It ain't up to Kip or Brian. But God has got what we need. Amen. They'll come back and get us a song. I'm about done. In closing, tonight, I feel sometimes like that we're just stuck and not growing sometimes and not advancing with the Lord. We feel like we're stuck in a drought. Have you ever been there? Come on now. We feel like we're just stuck. We can't go forward, we can't go backwards, but we're just stuck. Buddy, it's a bad feeling to be stuck. Amen. Amen. Every time that I've ever been stuck in a place, there usually ain't been nobody around to help me, and I've got to figure it out myself. Come on now. And you know that's the way it is when you feel like you're stuck spiritually. You feel like that there's nobody around, but I can tell you one. That will always be around. It's the Holy Ghost. It's God. He'll stick you with you when you feel like that you ain't got nobody. When you feel like that you're in the drought of your life. When you feel like you're in spiritual warfare. God will stay with you. He will guide you. He will lead you. And he'll get you out of any situation that you're in tonight. Amen. Let's all stand all over the house. Amen. Just this week, I was listening to the uh, radio of a guy preaching. He was preaching, and he had been in a revival just like this one. And he said that there was this little young girl in that service. I think it was the last night of the revival. He said there wasn't a whole lot went on. There wasn't a whole lot of people there that night. And he said there was a young lady come from the back. And she come up just to pray and nobody come with her. Nobody knew who the young lady was. And the young lady testified after service. She said, I had planned on getting in my car and driving over a cliff and killing myself. But she said, I got on, I think it was maybe Facebook. I said, I seen a flyer where there was a revival tonight. And there was something that wouldn't let me get away from it. And she said, I come. And she said, I was going to kill myself. But the Lord saved me. Amen. We don't never know, amen, what's the situation somebody might be in. You may be in a bad situation here tonight. 
You may be backslid on God. You may be lost. Or you might just be stuck physically and spiritually. The Bible says in Galatians chapter number 6, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Amen. I believe if we'll just keep on going, church, I'm telling you, we're living in some serious times. Can you say amen? We're nation. I mean, it's in a bad shape. I was reading on the way over here about a man by the name of Nehemiah that when the walls become coming down and the gates was on fire, you know what Nehemiah done? He didn't just sit around. He didn't wait for somebody else to do it. But the Bible says he went and he wept and he fasted for a certain days and he built them walls back. I'm here to tell you tonight, it's no time for the church to sit back, but it's time for the church to call what it's called to do and pray and fast for a nation. Amen. Every head bowed and every eye closed tonight. Oh, God, I praise you. Such and such. Oh, God. Saints, pray tonight. Lord, I praise you. I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Oh, let me ask you as a question tonight, church. Is there anybody that's don't know the Lord tonight? Would you slip your hand up? Is there anybody lost tonight? Would you just slip your hand up anywhere in the house? Is there anyone that maybe said, I'm stuck? I can't move forward or back. Are there anybody? I'm not saying that you're lost. I'm just saying that you need help. Is there anybody? Praise God. Bless that. Or Lord, you might say, Lord, I just need another blessing. I come tonight needing you. I come for that such and such blessing. It ain't just enough to have such. He wants to give us such and such blessings. He wants to bless us. He wants us to prosper. If that's you tonight, I want us to come around these altars. Saints that's saved and elders, I want us to fill these altars tonight as they get us a song tonight.